Welcome to Nurse Strong, where our mission is to promote edification, self-care, and camaraderie among nurses. Our vision is to positively change the culture of nursing, and this is starting with you. You, my friends, are Nurse Strong, day and night long. And I'm Nikki, and we are your host of Nurse Strong Podcast. And today we are going to discuss one of our favorite favorite subjects, which is money. And we have our friend Rob. <laughs> Rob is also a nurse, and Rob loves money. And he also, yes, we all love money. Um, and we are going to talk about Dave Ramsey and just some of his um, philosophies or ways of of making money. And so, Rob, you have experience of doing some of his, what well, he has, the baby steps and the snowballing debt. So right. tell us a little bit about your experience. Is it good? Is it bad? Would you recommend it? Sure. So um, I'm, you know, I'm still in the middle of it. Um, the baby steps are are part of his process, the, the, the course that Jill and I took, um, was called financial peace university. And, uh, we got involved, um, actually after I tried to go to an investor to invest money, um, this investor, uh, Goodwin investment advisories, shout out to uh, Tim Goodwin and his team. Um, he, uh, basically sat me down in one of the first sessions when I was talking about what I wanted to invest, he said, uh, do you have any debt? And I said, funny you should ask um, about six figures <laughs> so he said well I need you to you know think about um, you know getting that in order before we start investing and so that was kind of my second exposure I had been exposed previously but yeah the um, Financial Peace University um, has been a program that Jill and I really love just because it does um, give you exact steps and you know as nurses, we like protocols and we like, you know, um, do this, this, and this, and, and kind of stick to the rules, so to speak. Um, obviously within reason, you know, nurses do like to bend rules, uh, when appropriate, but, um, I liked his program because it does give you steps. So the baby steps are basically seven steps. And, um, the seventh step is, uh, kind of not really a step at all. It's just kind of the, the reward that you get if you've done the first six well, um, so baby step one is saving a thousand dollars. Baby step two is the debt snowball, which you had kind of alluded to. And that's actually what Jill and I are in now. Baby step two can vary for people based on the amount of debt they have, uh, the intensity of how well they pay off debt. Um, and then, um, steps three through six are, um, after you get done with baby step one and two. So. Yeah, I mean, we we really loved it. Step two for us started in January of 2019. Um, we had we it was easy for us to save a thousand dollars because we actually already had more than a thousand saved, uh, which is something we could talk about if if you guys want. But a thousand dollars is is the recommended savings for baby step one. It's a baby emergency fund, is what he calls it. Okay. So yeah, we're still snowballing our debt, um, and um, we're gung ho. Should be done. March of 2021. So, how much, how much have you guys, if you don't mind sharing, sure, sure, been able to pay off using those? So we started with about 140 thousand dollars of student loan debt and two cars, and we've paid off to date about 95 thousand 
dollars. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and that's all been really that's all been dollars paid, right? So, you can start with the amount of debt, and then you can kind of liquidate stuff. Um, what I mean by that is, say you've got a thirty thousand dollar car note that you turn around and um, get rid of for the sake of another car note. Uh, that's ten thousand dollars. Twenty thousand went away, but did you really pay off twenty thousand? No, you just kind of you you reduced your debt burden. Um, so that ninety five thousand for us has been cash flowed. So we're still we've still got about fifty five thousand, which is about fifteen thousand on a car, one car, and then um, two big student loans from Jill's master's degree. Why so, you got to call out Jill like that? <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. So the the way the the way the snowball works is you you That's line up your oh, okay cool. No, so go ahead. Go ahead. Snowball, yeah, the way the snowball works is basically you um, order your debts from the smallest value or the smallest um, principal um, total loan um, to the largest. So the smallest, say you had a fifteen hundred dollar credit card. Um, the largest for us was a $20,000 loan, and that was one year, I think, of master's. So that's why her debt is kind of last. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't have anything to do with how we planned it. It's just in the value scheme, it, it, it's really where it falls. So a lot of people will have cars towards the end of their debt, and the reason that you do the small debts first is because mentally um, you need to pay off things and get rid of them to show you're making progress. Start forming a habit. Yes, yeah. and and it, and it is based on the, the debt amount. It's not based on the interest. So, you know, there's a lot that you can go into about why mathematically you should do the interest first. It's like if you have a 15% interest rate, you should pay off that first before you pay off a 2% interest rate. Um, but Dave does say, you know, um, pay off the smallest balance first because you can chew that off quicker. Right. If you try to chew off a $20,000 loan first, you're going to get – kind of demotivated right so it's psychological is what his plan is and i like that i was going to say that um since you know we talked about this a while ago and i've actually been doing it i paid off a couple um credit cards and my car and so (laughs) so since you know and you're right it wasn't about me paying me paying off the biggest debt it was about me feeling confident that I right. could accomplish it and making and I felt good like bam that credit card is gone even yeah. though that was a smaller credit card but then I took that money so what you do is I paid off the small credit card and let's say my minimum balance my minimum payment was thirty dollars paid it off whatever and then I went to my next one that minimum balance might have been a hundred dollars but I'm taking that thirty dollars and adding right. it to that hundred dollars yeah and so then I pay that one off so now I'm adding that $130 to my car note, which was like the biggest reward because I paid that off quicker. Yep. So you're right. It's, it's really psychological just getting yep. your mind ready to. Well, and once you're done with that credit card, right, like, you know, that's a zero balance. Mm-hmm. So the next time you go to reach for that, you're like, ah, I worked yeah. so hard to get that. You know, I mean, it, it's it's powerful. You know, I mean, and, and I like how Dave Ramsey. Like I said, I watch him a lot for comedy, and I love yeah. his rant. And he yeah. he always says, um, "What do you? What can you do?" I can't even get it out. What, what does he say? What can you do with no payments? Or what do you have with no payments? Money, right. and that's right. what I think about right. before I go back to pick up a yeah. credit card or right. have right. a payment or something. I'm like, no, I have 
the money right. to do what I want to do now. Well, and, that, and that's right. Like a lot of people sit down and they try to make a budget and budget's a scary word. I don't like the word budget. It's like diet. I don't like that word. Yeah. Like it's just called a food plan. Let's call it a, right. um, but his, you know, one of his products and, and, and so his, his team is very innovative in terms of the way they're bundling things now. And it's not really the same as it used to be, but one of the things you get if you buy financial peace university, which is, um, uh, you know, kind of the package deal is you get this every dollar, every dollar budgeting tool. And I like it because it's called every dollar. And basically in my mind, it makes sense because before the month starts, I'm defining what that dollar is going to be used for. That's why they call it every dollar. So it's not a budget. It's a plan for my dollars. It's a plan for my money. And I was kind of thinking about this when I was thinking about this podcast. I was thinking, you know, what is it that, you know, what do you say, you know, how do you motivate people to, to do a budget if they've never done one, if they're scared of the word or whatever. And somebody told me a long time ago, and this was not with regards to money, but it applies. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Right. So, you know, you plan in every other aspect of your life. So you might as well take control of your money and just decide, okay, this is what you're doing this month. Like you're my money and I'm going to control you and you're not going to control me. So mm-hmm. let's just call it a plan for your money, not a budget. So, right. so what do you, what did you like most about Dave Ramsey? Well, I mean, he is funny. Um, but even though you said you hated the word diet, but I liked how he associated the word debt with dieting and weight loss. Like, right. Because, you know, I'm all in the weight loss right now at the moment, even though I don't need to lose it. But <laughs> Oh, you are in the weight loss right now. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, I'm trying to get everybody else to get on that bandwagon. But that's a whole other video. <laughs> right. But we'll he said, you know, like, if it takes you six months to lose one pound, you know, then you're not very motivated. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that's why you should start small. Because then, you know, kind of like how you guys said, if you start seeing up front their reward, then you're more likely to keep going with it so it's right. kind of like weight loss you know if you get started then you're more likely to do it so right um how long was the the university or the course itself like how long was right that? um so there's two things that i'll say one is that the course we took was about nine weeks i think and we went on sundays um we we chose the date based on our availability um you can do physical groups. Um, obviously now things are weird because of COVID and stuff, but they're really promoting the virtual groups a lot more. Um, but we like the in-person groups. You sit around a table. We went to a church. A lot of them aren't churches, um, but there a lot of people host them. You know, they don't have to be at a church. They're anywhere. It's not really sponsored by churches, but we went to a local church that we don't even attend actually. Um, it was just close to our house. And there was probably, it started with 50 people maybe, and so we sat at small tables and, um, you know, you kind of get to know the people at that table and, and you go through the lessons and really all that you're doing there is you're watching the nine lessons in a group and then you're going through the questions and you're kind of talking about it. The really the powerful part for me was that we were setting aside, Jill and I were setting aside time to go as a couple, number one, without our kid. Um, and two, we were sitting in front of people and kind of sharing our story and kind of like putting words to what we were experiencing um, that was outside of the four walls of our house, which really kind of, you know, if you try to explain something to somebody else, it changes the way you look at it personally, you know? So um, it was nine weeks. Um, There's really no, I mean, if you miss a week, it's not like anybody, (laughs) I mean, you're, it's only to benefit you. It's not required. Um, You can go back and watch all the lessons online, which is really nice. so 
the nine week course is really just kind of introducing you to all the topics. And then obviously it takes you more than nine weeks to pay off your debt. Um, two to three years is kind of what he averages. Um, I think with everybody, um, paying off their debt. Um, obviously some people do it a lot quicker. Some people have a huge burden. Um, one of the things Alicia mentioned earlier, um, is that you'd listen to the podcast and I really, um, I don't know that I would have done this well without the podcast because I listened to that for motivation and I heard people's stories that they had more debt making less money and they did it in less time or, you know, what I would consider a crazy amount of time. And I heard people, you know, just saying, you know, that that it can be done, you know, And, and just hearing these stories and listening to the, to the process and listening to Dave explain things really does give you motivation and it's just like anything else it's like you know nick you're talking about dieting whatever you focus on you're going to win at right. so we've just chosen to focus our time in this season of life on this and right. you know i mean i don't know I, I so far we have not suffered <laughs> you know like it's only been good for us so right. um i think the hardest part is starting mm-hmm. and so you know the nine-week course in person i really suggest to people anytime i can because you can buy it and you can get the books and they'll sit there and you'll have good intentions. But if you have those people that are waiting on you, you know, there's something about that. So yeah. And and also highlights the importance of self-discipline. Like really, I can do this. Like, do you want, I I was listening to one, a couple of things. I was listening to one show he did and he was like, you know, think about your 75 year old self. Do you want, freedom and vacations and whatever or do you want two cars that you spent $60,000 on like what do you want in the future and that really made me think like you know is this really worth something in my future to charge or to to have payments on and um, another thing I really liked about Dave Ramsey is I could really relate to him because he goes on rents and I go on rents yes and And he could go on rant and talk about Jesus and at the same time. Yep. And he, right yeah. And I like how he yeah. says, you know, if you follow the Bible and what your grandma says with common sense, yeah. you're good. Yeah. You know. His 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 model his motto used to be common sense for your dollars and cents. Yeah. And now and now his motto is um um where dead is dumb. Um, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 the uh, paid off home mortgage is taking the place of the BMW. Yeah, uh, that was a simple <laughs> choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it really it really gets ingrained in you. I mean, and and honestly, it's it's almost cultish, you know, like mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, it's it's um, you definitely like there's Facebook groups. I mean, you can get just as involved as you want to be. You can go crazy with trying to follow everything and do it all. I mean, to me, it's just a proven plan. And he's got great material that he put together. I've got the book sitting here just because I didn't know, you know, what we would be talking about. But, you know, like I said, the plan itself is easy to follow. Anybody can do it. It doesn't matter what your income is. It doesn't matter what your budget is. It doesn't matter if you're a single mom, married with two incomes. It doesn't matter where you are in life. You just have to start. And right. that's that's the thing I like about it. So mm-hmm. I um, agree. I think anybody can start. And I we we read a lot of different books and look at um, a lot of different people's perspective on money because just how Dave Ramsey 
doesn't feel like you should uh, start investing until you pay off all debt. Some people feel like you should invest and use that money to pay off debt. So yep. I think yep. that, you know, it's good to, it's a very good program. Uh, we, we're into investing, but that was really before we even started learning about Dave Ramsey. I always said that me and Nikki started <laughs> learning about money and then when we would be at work, I felt like I was cheating. Right. I was cheating because we would be talking about money and I'm like, well, today me and Rob were talking about Dave Ramsey and he said yeah. that maybe... Yeah. Well, and I mean, and, and like you said, I mean, it is it is a perspective, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got people in my life right now, actually, and this is kind of a it's a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I've got some people that are encouraging me to take a, take a look at some investment opportunities to to um, look into some vehicles that you can put your money into that that are kind of tax sheltered and um, they're actually investments that he hates, right? Like he hates whole life investments, and so it, it you know. I am, I'm still able to absorb things and hear things and process them the way I want to. Um, like I'm, I'm not so, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid so hard that I, like I can't hear anything else, right. but it hasn't really changed my plan right. um, because I don't want to veer from what I have already decided will work if I do yeah. it. And, you know, Jill and I decided that, you know, two years is going to take us roughly two to two years, a couple months. This is pre-COVID, but COVID really for us, we've been blessed. It hasn't, and you probably are like this too, hasn't really affected our income as much because right. of what we do. But um, it has affected some things, you know, just our tendency to hold on to cash a little bit more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the point being is that we decided for two years we were going to do this and, and then focus on the next steps, right? Investing. Um, so, so just to give it a fair shot, you know, the baby steps are save a thousand dollars, baby step one, baby step two, pay off all your debts, smallest to largest, um, except for your house. Um, if you have any large debt that is, um, I can't remember what the rules are. If it's, there's some caveats to the everything, but the mortgage, um, so you pay off all your consumer debt, essentially. Baby step three is saving up a fully funded emergency fund, which is basically three to six months of expenses. Um, expenses does not include your bills that you used to owe. So expenses does not include the credit card you paid off, the car you used to pay on. You know, your expenses are now your four walls, your food, your water, and your transportation, gas, etc. Um, four, five, and six are done together. Four is, um, shoot. So yeah, I'm so focused on baby step two right now. Gordon, invest 15% of your income. Okay, invest 15% of your income. Five is saving for the kids' college if you have kids. Six is um, paying off your mortgage. Yeah. And then seven is is building wealth and giving. Live and give like nobody else. So that's the part that everybody's excited about, right? Like, I mean, what would you do with a couple extra thousand dollars if you, you know, yeah, I don't know. So. That creates good energy. Yeah. You get that. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, it's it's nice that you guys are um, able to talk about other things and and not. I mean, like I said, it's just one. It's one option for people. And right. Yeah. And you um, take what works for you. I think what I got the most from Dave Ramsey is to get out of debt. Like, you know, especially when you think about 
things you learned or didn't learn when you were younger before you became an adult. Right. Like I didn't really learn about managing debt and what debt meant and credit, credit and, scores, you know, things yeah. like that. And now it's like that's not a part of everybody's life. Like I remember no. I was in my twenties, I was working at this place and the owner he would come he would come, you know, check on us or whatever. And I heard him on the phone purchasing a truck. He called the dealership and he was like, yeah, I want the, it was like a, I don't know, let's just say F-150, it was like a pickup truck. And he was like, cash price, what is it, blah, blah, blah. And he paid for the truck and then he went and picked it up. And I was like, so everybody around his car, you know, it was like a mate, like, so that's when I, you know, before I, I said this before in a previous show that I've been studying the rich a long time, but the difference between them and me was if I believed I could do it. Right. And so right. it took me, right. you know, years right. in, to become an adult and live life to say, you know, I'm pretty smart and everybody who got money, not smart. So, and when I would see things and be around and I, I he mentioned this in um, one of his five five things of being wealthy is being around people who are also trying to be financially free. And I remember now I don't like that man, that, that owner, he wasn't a nice guy, but I, I thought everybody financed cars. I thought that you just had to finance a car. And I was like, okay. You know, some people just pick up the phone and say, Hey, this is what I want. How much for cash price? I want right. these specs, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay, let me pay right. for it, and I'm on my way. Yeah. And I had never seen that before, and I was like, oh, you know, that opened me up to know that there is more out here as people um, sure. living differently, thinking differently about money, and then especially with being a nurse, it, I mean, this probably can go on yes. to another subject. You know, I hate that we have to work two and three jobs just to get some type of peace or freedom about money. Right, I won't get right. on how much, you know, that's <laughs> Well, I mean, but to your point, I mean, you know, it is, I mean, there's power in being around people that are like-minded, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's not just financial, right? That's, that's going back to Nikki's, you know, trying to eat healthy and, and et cetera. I mean, you can't be around people that don't care about their bodies and care about yours and be motivated. Right. Like, right. I mean, if you're around people that are eating, crab you're gonna eat crab you know yeah um you, you don't you don't recover from being an alcoholic in a bar you know right, 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 <laughs> so right. um and, and and you shouldn't take financial advice from people that are broke you know yeah, I mean, true true that true. you know and this this that's something that dave says and it makes a lot of sense you know i mean it, you should listen to people that have done it well and right. people don't have to inherit money to be rich you know i mean yeah. we all make um we all make different amounts of income but it, it, it is about what you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with people that tell you you can't do it, you have to have a car payment and you have to, you know, you have to have a credit card to live because mm -hmm. your cash flow isn't enough to make it by. And this is how people get by and you pay off. Anyway, I mean, if you're around that kind of stuff, that's what you're going to believe. Right. So, um, I, I definitely, and this, that kind of goes back to the class, you know, doing the nine weeks and listening to the podcast and all that stuff, you know, puts you around people that mm -hmm. encourage you, to do different, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm the same way. I didn't grow up really talking about money. I didn't grow up. I, I grew up thinking a, a car payment was normal. Mm -hmm. I grew up thinking that some kind of credit card debt was healthy. 
and you know, I mean, you can get by without a credit score. You don't need a credit score to get by. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we can go into different topics about why you need credit, but credit is a way to get debt. That's all credit right. is. Right. And so, if you don't need debt, you don't need a credit score. Yeah. So, I mean, and people say, "I want to build my credit, so I'm going to use my credit card." That's fine. But mentally, where is it getting you? You know, yeah. I don't know. So what do you think is like the biggest takeaway or biggest tip that you got from Dave Ramsey? Since you be followed. consistent, be consistent, follow the steps. Don't pick and choose what you want to do. If you want to do this plan, I think you should be all in. Right. Um, it, it, you know, not to step on toes, but. I think if you if you do part of his plan and then talk bad about it, you've kind of done a disservice to yourself um, because you really don't know that it doesn't work. So my biggest thing is if you're going to do it, you need to read it, listen, do the nine step or do the nine classes, or listen to them. You don't have to go if you don't really want to. But my biggest takeaway is is listen to everything, you know, start to finish, and then actually commit to doing the steps don't do dave ish is what he calls it Um, because if you do dave ish you will get frustrated you will put his books on the shelf and you won't do it and you won't finish right like you won't finish and you know i mean it's not for everybody it may not be for everybody but um i've decided by looking at people that have done it that i know personally and also you know just kind of surrounding myself in his culture you know on the podcast and stuff like that I, i think it works Um, And I've seen it work in my own life. So um, I'm not done with Baby Step 2 yet, but, you know, I'm not stopping. We're not stopping. So, um, yeah. What about you? Um, Well, I still got to get started. (laughs) So um, just listening to him, like, I just started really listening to him. So he is... He is funny, and I like how he is down to earth. So it makes me want to okay say I need to get a budget plan, you know, like start writing stuff down, getting stuff in order, and just start, like he said. So he right. he, he is very motivating. So that aspect I do like. So I'll stay engaged right. and actually want to do it. Yeah, it will be hard for you to ish. Yeah, it's hard to give up, especially if you're interested in investing. It's hard to give that up. You know, I mean, if you're if you're the type of person that's always looking for the next opportunity to invest and, and that's a big part of your life. So let me, let me shift gears, not talk about investment. Let's talk about the thousand dollars emergency fund. A thousand dollars means that literally if you've got five grand in the bank and that's kind of your savings, he's saying take 4,000 of that and put it towards debt. Leave a thousand dollars only. That's super uncomfortable for a lot of people. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be. It is supposed to be uncomfortable. Right. That's the whole point. And the fact that you're not able to invest is supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Supposed. Not supposed. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. And, and it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be. It, it, I mean, it, it is part of the plan is the uncomfort and the discomfort that it makes. Right. And that's what motivates you to get done. And that's why he doesn't encourage people to, to be in the debt payoff for five years. He doesn't mm-hmm. encourage that. You know, I mean, he, uh, there's, there's, there's different types of, so there's stories that you'll hear and it'll be like, we've got $350,000 worth of debt and we make, um, our total income is 85,000 a year. What? Like, right. where did you get the debt? You know, so I mean, their timeline is really going to be long, 
right? So it that those are the kind of stories where it's hard to you know because there are there are statistics, right? Like we've all seen the graphs where you know Juan invested age nineteen to age twenty seven, two thousand dollars a year, and then stops investing, and then uh, John invests at age twenty nine, and they never catch up to each other, right? Like the one that invested early because of the time value of money never catches up or, you know, the other guy doesn't never catches up to the, the guy that invested early. So part of it is your, the discomfort. You know, one of the things that Jill and I did, this is our, my visual for today. So we, we have these two jars and they're little like craft, uh, mm-hmm. like cotton things. Yeah. Each, each one represents a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. So when we pay it off, we move it from this jar, which is the bad jar. So, oh. uh, frowny frowny face to the happy jar you know so this sits out in our house and it's something we look at so you know that's uncomfortable and when people ask what that is we tell we tell them about it and so it makes you accountable you know I mean, yeah. kind of thing, you know so i mean you really do have to i mean if you want to do it i think you really just have to make yourself uncomfortable you know mm-hmm. so yeah i can um, see that get comfortable being uncomfortable because I sure, um, I, I think, you know, and I know we run out of time, but I remember when I first started trying to pay off, you know, that when we first started talking about it, I would feel ashamed if I, <laughs> if I spent money, because spent money, like if I went shopping for something I didn't yeah. eat, or yeah. if I swiped my car and I'm like, I'm so immature, because that's what they Yes, I'm excited about my V-neck t-shirt. Yes, I'm going to send you a V-neck. 
I'm fitted for that nice muscles. Yeah, yeah, right. I need to get on Nikki's bandwagon with the diet. Oh, Lord, she's relentless. Yeah. She sends you random text messages in the middle of the day about working out. Oh, my gosh. But we thank you so much, Rob. Thank Thank you, guys, for inviting me. All right, we'll talk to y'all. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us at Live Nurse Strong. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nurse Strong, and we would love to hear from you. Email us at livenursestrong at gmail.com. Thank you.